Hello and welcome to Tuscasterone. I'm Scott. I'm Joe. And this is episode 5 and today we're covering robotics. Alright, so a couple weeks ago Scotty and I were listening to um, Beyond the Darkness. Shout out to Darkness Dave and Tim. And uh, they had a news article in their Supernatural News about sex bots. Yep. And uh, we thought, well, while that was interesting, that triggered a deeper conversation in my head. And yes, the voices in my head told me I should talk about this. <laughs> All right. So we'll get to that in a little bit. That's going to be part of our question of the day. Uh, first off, again, NASCAR's kind of lost my interest. Yep. Definitely yeah. lost mine. But... I'm still kind of keeping tabs on it just because, you know, I, I do love fast cars and I love fast women. Yep. So, uh, congratulations to Denny Hamlin. He's won his second race of the year, and he did that this past weekend at Texas Motor Speedway. Congratulations, Denny, and uh, all your crew. You guys are, <laughs> you guys are actually doing really kick-ass. Um, they are. And then we got the twins. Yep. The twins are, twins. they're the Cinderella story, man. They're com <laughs> coming out of almost nowhere. They are, they are. So they've won three out of their last four regular season games. Uh, again, we're recording on a Wednesday. Yep. And I'm going to let Scott talk about this for a little bit because he's, he's been watching them. I've, I've been paying attention. I've watched um, three of their last four. And I... I don't know. They're exciting to watch this year. I, they that, are. That's what they got a new uh, pitching coach, new manager. Um, they're hitting well. The pitching is awesome. It is. It's. It, and they're young, so. I. It makes me wish I'd put my hundred dollars on them. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to go that far, but they. They. They got a chance. They they're surprising the hell out of me. Yeah. So I'm yep. and based on your recommendation, I'm actually going to start trying to watch some of these games. Yeah. Um. I right now I'd rather watch that than NASCAR. So. Well, I, I, maybe we can go to a game. Yeah, we should. We should. We should. We'll have to plan that. All right. Maybe, we'll we'll invite you guys. We'll tell you what day we're going out there, and you guys come out, wear your Tuscasterone gear, and yep. we're. We'll scare the normals. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Oh. But yeah, anyways, they, they look good. I'm I'm impressed with uh, the way they look this year. I I I look forward to I look forward to going to a game. Yep. So I've been busy what with my real job and so have you. Yep. And uh, and then when I'm not doing my real job, I'm building stuff and creating stuff for Tuscasterone. Mm-hmm. And not that I'm complaining, I love doing it. I want to build this community, and I want to have a bunch of guys out there who are all proud to be men and proud to be Tuscasterone and have Tuscasterone running through their veins. Yes. And that's where I am. All right, so we don't we don't have an ad today, but I'm going to give a shout-out to Home Robotics Incorporated who sponsored our first three shows. <laughs> These guys are great. Um so today we are going to be talking about robotics and in honor of these guys and and uh, the Darkness Dave uh, news piece that he had on there. Um, so you remember the Terminator movie? Yep. Yeah. You know, yep. Well, they warn us about our possible future continuing down our current path with AI taking <laughs> yes. over the planet. Yep. And uh, and. <laughs> 
there are companies out there who are who are giving us or giving the robots steps in that direction to take over the planet. <laughs> All right. So did we not learn anything from Terminator? You'd think we would have. You know, as much as I'd love to see a bunch of summer glow robots running running around <laughs> trying to kill us. Oh, goodness. All right. So we're going to go back in time a little bit, and we're going to talk about Isaac Asimov. He was born in 1920. He's a science fiction writer, and he was probably one of the more intelligent science fiction writers of his era because he came up with the... Uh, how to explain Isaac Asimov? I don't know that I really can, but the Foundation series and I Am Robot, did you see that movie? Um, I'm not sure. All right. So uh, I believe that was uh, The Fresh Prince. Uh, yep, yep, I've seen, yeah. So I Am Robot. Yep. He wrote the original novel that that movie was based on. Okay. All right, so there are three laws that are supposed to be governing robots, and if you're listening out there, the people who are creating these robots uh, that we're going to be talking about, you need to program them with these three laws. (laughs) All right, so Isaac Asimov's first law of robotics. A robot may not injure a human or, through inaction, allow a human to come to harm. So if a robot sees you about to injure yourself, the robot has to act in your behalf and save you from your own stupidity. Okay. That's fair enough. So that's law number one. Uh, Law number two. A robot must comply to any orders given by a human except where it conflicts with the first law. So if you have a robot and you tell the robot to, hey, you need to kill Joe, I need to take over testosterone, <laughs> the robot must not comply because I am human. Right. Uh, number three, a robot must protect its own existence except where it conflicts with the first two laws. So if a robot sees you are in danger and if he acts in your behalf and he gets destroyed... Mm-hmm. He has to do that. The robot has to protect you. Right. Right? Um, so, those are the three laws, according to Isaac Asimov, and I think that they are important. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, too. Especially when we're coming into this topic. All right, so if you're listening to this at work, you want to listen to this through headphones. If you are listening to this... <laughs> At home, you want to make sure that the kids are in bed because I put an E on these episodes for a fucking reason. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the the little news blurb from Darkness Radio or Beyond the Darkness podcast was about a sex robot that has artificial intelligence. Now, it's still very rudimentary and they're not they're they're getting better and better and better. So <clears throat> here enters Real Dolls subdivision called Real Robotics or Real Bot Real Real Botics? Real Botics. R-E-A-L B-O-T-I-X dot com. Check them out. Uh Real Doll makes a very close to life like sex dolls. And the Real Botics division is working on sex robots. Matt McCullen is the creator behind the sex robots, and his latest creation is called 
harmony. And Harmony is a robot with a Scottish accent and she connects to your smartphone that has an AI program built into it that you can interact with, with or without the robot. Now, I haven't been able to find the app through Google Play or anything. Currently, it's only available on Android but you can download it from realbotics.com. Um, I don't have an Android phone that can that is powerful enough to run this. I'm basically an Apple guy. Don't hold that against me. Uh, with their AI, artificial intelligence, app linked to the robot, she becomes, quote, interactive, unquote. She'll carry on conversations with you, and she will remember... Uh, these conversations that she's had with you through this AI app. And it's interesting. It is interesting, yeah. Now, I've seen a couple of these videos, and you can search for uh, Harmony, the Scottish sex robot, on Google and find some of these videos. And it is it is interesting. Mm -hmm. is she, she's pretty close to lifelike. I mean, she's not as good as the animatronics at Disney. No. <laughs> but she's <laughs> but she's pretty close. Oh, I wish those Disney animators. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> now she doesn't move anything other than her jaw when she's simulating talking to you, and her eyes do move and blink. Um, they don't tear up. She doesn't gag. <laughs> she doesn't thrust. She does. Matt's working on all this stuff and, and increasing her temperature so she can have warm genitalia for you. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and a self-lubricating orifice, shall we say. Okay. All right. Yep. <clears throat> so that brings us to the question of the day. Now, we've covered Harmony, the sex robot, and we've covered Isaac Asimov and his rules of robotics. Now, you see where those two tie in together. <laughs> <laughs> you want this sex robot to not want to harm you <laughs> while you have your... Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't need any of that to happen. All right, so the question of the day is where does this become cheating for a man. Okay. All right. So, now women have dildos and vibrators and vibrating eggs and all these other devices right. to get them places in their sexual journey. Right. Yep. And men have their hands. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got uh, the fleshlight. Which, okay, yep. is, which is a masturbation device that is powered by your hand. Um, and we've got pocket pussies and torsos and whatever. And then real dolls and then real robotics harmony. Harmony, yep. All right. So now <clears throat> masturbation just with your hand or with your whatever... I don't consider that cheating. I don't consider watching videos cheating. Mm -mm. But when you start interacting with another intelligence, now we're getting into gray areas, in my opinion. 
Okay. Because now you are creating a relationship with another entity. Okay. Is it cheating at that point? Okay, so say you're having a conversation with somebody who lives halfway across the world and you're having a, a sex chat right. via video. Is that cheating? I would... No. It, it's a, it's, for me, it's a gray area because, okay. because you have created a relationship and you are interacting with somebody that you obviously sexually want. Okay. Well, yeah. Right? Now, would your girlfriend or wife, if you had one, mm -hmm. would she consider that cheating? In my case, I think, I well, think my fiancé yes, would. probably. All right. So th now we bring in the sex dolls. Just the doll, not the robot. Now we bring in the sex dolls. Okay. They look fairly human. Fairly, yeah. Obviously, you know, you can still tell they're a doll. Right. Is that cheating? At this point, I don't think so, but mm. we're we're right on the edge. Okay, yeah. All right, so my fiancé says that even if we had the money to spend $15,000 on a fucking doll, literally fucking doll. <laughs> fucking doll. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> she knows it's not real, but... Say she's at work and I'm at home and all of a sudden I get the urge, you know, so I pull out the doll and we do our thing and I put the doll, I clean the doll up. They're not self-cleaning. <laughs> I put the doll up, she comes home, she's ready to go and I'm like, <laughs> I just spent some time in harmony. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> now she's jealous of the fucking doll. Right? Literally, fucking doll. All right. <laughs> All right, so that's the doll. Now we start incorporating an AI, an artificial intelligence, where you are developing, and the, the programmers put this in place on purpose. Right. They want the doll to be your companion. Mm -hmm. And now you're developing a relationship with this artificial intelligence where you may prefer it to a real girl. Yeah. All right. So here's some pros and cons. The real doll or the real sex robot, all right, <clears throat> is never tired, is never hurt, is never on a period, <laughs> can never get pregnant, doesn't care if you bring another doll home. <laughs> right? Right. So those are the pros, right? Yep. Now, let's talk about the cons a little bit. They're not self-cleaning. <laughs> she can never instigate. She can oh. never walk in and say, hey, right. kids are busy. <laughs> right? Um, she's not self-lubricating, and she is maintenance. Yeah. All right? So, in my case, I have a fiancé, and we have two kids that live with us, and... So if I buy the doll, where the fuck am I going to put it? Hey, <laughs> uh, why is Joe playing with a doll? <laughs> <laughs> Can I play with the doll too? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stay away from the doll. All right. 
Or say she's bringing family over. Do I just leave it standing in the corner or do I buy a stormtrooper costume and put her in it? (laughs) Wow, Joe, you really are a big geek. Hey, you have no idea. (laughs) I am the fucking big geek, so to speak. (laughs) All right. Or let's talk about Scotty. If Scotty were to go out and buy the real doll or the real robotic sex doll, sex robot. Right. All right. So he brings it home. Mm-hmm. All right. And he stands it up in the corner. <laughs> All of a sudden, you know, he picks up a real live girl and brings her home. Hey, what the fuck's that in the corner? <laughs> All right. Okay. So he puts it in the closet. You know, he's taking a shower. They're going to go out to a nice restaurant. She goes and says, hey, I'm going to pick out some nice clothes for you. Oh, my God, there's a dead body in the closet. <laughs> How are you going to explain this? All right. Maybe that's she, harmony. Right, that's harmony. Uh, maybe she's into it. Maybe. <laughs> you never know. Not likely. Not, not for likely. The, not no. for a girl that you want to keep around. No. Most likely... That's going to cause a problem. Right. Is it cheating? I would say necessarily not, but it's going to cause a fight, an argument, or something. There is going to be friction created. There's going to be friction created. And I agree. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking pervert. (laughs) Why do you need that? You have me. Right. But what if you're not willing or able? <laughs> you know? I it is it is a moral gray area as far as I'm concerned. Right. I can see the benefits. I I can. But I don't think the benefits outweigh the negatives. Cuz it yeah, will I, it, it is going to cause friction in your relationship. Yep. yep. And it's going to cost a lot of money. I you know, I I'd spend fifteen thousand dollars on a car for fun. Yeah. Why not spend fifteen thousand dollars on a robot <laughs> for fun? Alright. Okay, okay. Okay. Alright, so they are getting more and more lifelike, but no, it's still a piece of fucking rubber or silicon in this case. Right. And while parts of it do look fairly real and, I mean, really (laughs) fairly real, there are other parts of it that don't. Yeah. And it is a lot of maintenance. Sounds like it. Right. Because, I mean, you know, you want to clean up your mess. Yep. (laughs) All right. So, so... There are there are benefits to having a companion type individual for certain people, and I can see and I can see this. I can understand that, yeah. All right, so there's this uh, science expedition that's going up to the Arctic, and I say expedition; it's one guy who's going up to the Arctic Circle to run three years worth of science experiments by himself up in the Arctic above above the Arctic Circle, and he is going to be alone. And they're going to be flying uh, supplies up to him 
but they're just going to airdrop them on parachutes. Sure. So yep. he's not going to have a whole lot of interaction. Interaction, yeah. You know, he's got a satellite phone for emergencies and stuff, but... That's it. That's it. He is by himself. And they are considering sending Harmony up there with him. And, and not just the app, but the package. Right. So that he has something lifelike to interact with. Because satellite phones are expensive. I'm not saying Harmony isn't. <laughs> At $15,000 plus $20 a year for yep. the app. But it is, <laughs> it is something for him to interact with. And the psychologists are saying, this is not a bad idea. It is a valid idea to send this up there with him. And not just for sexual release, but... Right. Makes sense. I mean, you know, he'll have somebody to communicate with and talk with. And... Right. It's, you know, kind of like... <laughs> uh, what was the volleyball's name on Castaway? Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Kind of like Wilson. Yep. It gave him an outlet yep. for communication. So, you know, I don't know that I would want to name her Wilson. <laughs> that, <laughs> and Mr. Wilson. Um, <laughs> that would be really bizarre. Yes, it would. <laughs> so, I, I leave it to you, dear listeners. Do you think... Where do you think the line is where it goes from just being a sex toy to being a cheating instrument? Hmm. Because, again, it is a moral gray area. Yeah, it, it is. Any further thoughts on this for you? Not really. Not this really? It just sounds like... Like I say, it sounds like it would just cause problems in any relationship. I mean, it, again, it is... A little bizarre all around. Right. But, yeah, I, I, any any real relationship, I think it would cause problems. Yep. And, again, I'm sure there are certain women out there who are open to it because they aren't sexually motivated. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you could they slap pop. them with some yeah. motivation. Yeah. Yeah. But, all right, so that I leave that up to you, dear listeners. Sex robots. Cheating, not cheating, where do we draw the line? So, that's the end of the question of the day. Um, I, I've got a new shirt that I'm going to post on Tee Public. This is one that Scotty designed. Uh, I am Tuscasterone, and it's got a skull, kind of a cool little skull on it. And I'm going to have it up there in two colors, black on white and white on black. And... I think it's really cool. I'm probably going to order one from Tee Public. I'm going to post it. I probably won't post it tonight. I'll post it tomorrow so that when this releases, we still have 24 hours to purchase it while it's on sale. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, hats. We stopped by Lids, uh, the smaller store on the third level of Mall of America today, and was talking with, I think his name was Andrew. Asked for him by name. Um, and he's designing some hats for us well some designs for hats that you can put on any one of the hats in there I personally like the what are these 45s not sure yep 47 47. so he's got some 47 hats up there it's a style don't worry about it Um, but he says that he can put any design on any hat 
Um, but he's going to come up with uh, three or four designs for me to choose from. And if you walk into that store and say, I want the Tuscastrone design, he'll show you three or four of them. And, we'll be, and you'll be able to buy them from him. Andrew Lids, the smaller store on the third level of Mall of America. Um, I went back down to the first floor today and we were talking with Mustafa mm-hmm. from one or Custom One t-shirts kiosk and he i gave him the challenge and he seems like he was pretty into it yeah uh to come up with a design that is all about men and uh not men liking men but men like being men yeah and he says he can come he's going to try and come up with a manly design and just use his own creativity and we'll see what that looks like next week so that should be fun um you want to talk about facebook real quick Facebook, um, I should have that by next episode, should be going, so we should be able to get that on. As, and again, and, it doesn't have to be pretty, yep. just has to be functional. Yep. So I want I want to be able to have a place where I can interact with you guys. Again, right. I'm not super into social media. I do have my Twitter handle. Um, just look for hashtag Tuscastrone and you'll see me out there. Um, I'm think i did three or four posts this past week and uh talking about new episodes and all that kind of stuff and uh new t-shirt designs um oh shout out i got one last shout out to do today and that's to a girl really cute little girl up on the uh again third level mall of america Mm -hmm. the caribou her name is andy pika and uh she's really sweet really cute Yep. And a uh, very nice girl. Asked for her by name. It's the third level caribou at the Mall of America. And I think that's about all I have today for you. Got anything else you want to throw out there? Uh, I can't think of anything right offhand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you do, throw it out on uh, throw it out on Twitter. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Um, so that's all I got. That's all he's got. I'm me. That's him. And I hope you have a great evening. Thanks for listening to Tess Castro. Bye. Bye.